You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the raven too come from the green dragon. Jeremy here for a Green Dragon short, all about my first experience with the Bayornings. I got to play the Bayornings. Very excited about these models. So I've uh, got the Defense of the North book. Very happy to receive that. And the models I'm most excited about are our Bayorning faction. I've been waiting for these for so long. And you know what? Now that they've been released, I would almost be happy if the game stopped here. I think it's got enough now that that I think we've covered most things. I know there's some other things to cover, I'm sure. But this is this is it for me. I've been waiting for these guys so long. I even had a bear model that I used to use as a... Uh, like an ant years and years and years ago before Hobbit was even dreamed of. So I've got a couple bear models and I got to play against Paul with the Attack of the Bear Awnings scenario from the Defense of the North. In this Defense of the North book, we get one extra Bayorning hero, Grim Bayorn. We get him in his bear form and we get the Bayorning profile. Fantastic. We also get a Legendary Legion and two scenarios. So we got to see the attack of the Bjornings, and this is where the Orcs are, are trying to surround them and trying to pick off a bunch of Bjornings, and then Grimbayorn comes and saves the day. It's a really nice little scenario. Only got to play it once, and it really just showed off how good the Bjornings are. We, we played through it, and every time they won a combat, these Bjornings just, just killed. And once, once Grimbayorn came on, which was early for us, very lucky, they just chewed through the Orcs like they were nothing. It was, it was really quite a sight to see. And I really like the design of this force. And, and I'll explain why I like the design of the force. And then I'll explain what I want to do with it as well. So this force, what I love about it is you've got such a limited choice that it's pretty easy to make the force. You don't have to worry about army list building or anything like that. You just go for it. So you go straight away and say, I want one of the bear heroes, Grim Bayorn, Bayorn, whatever. And then 20 points per Bayorning. I'm not going to go through all the rules for them because it's too early for the book. You can go find a sneaky leak if you want or a, 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 get the copy of the book yourself. I prefer that. So I'm not going not gonna to do our typical read through them all. We don't need to do that. But you get these guys that are 20 points. Think of them similar to, to half trolls, but a little bit more fragile. No terror. But you've got, you've got some good profiles, good control, and you've got a really nice rule with the uh, followers of the bear. So when they're within six inches of a bear model, they count as in range of a banner. So that, that's pretty cool. And they can be included in Grim Bayon's war bands. So you've got some of those as well. So that, that's really nice. So Bayonings, quite quite like them. The uh, the Great Bow is an interesting choice for them. So they've got the Strength 4 bow. But the ones that impressed me most were the hand and a half guys. Because basically they've got burly. So you just go hand and a half axe all the time. And you're wounding things on fours and threes and, and having no trouble getting kills. And because they've got a couple wounds... You lose a combat, you take a wound, and you just go and protect them, and they become a bit opportunistic. So I really enjoyed playing with, with these guys. I uh, had a lot of fun with them. I'm definitely going to get some to, to play for a points match game. I think they're going to be a lot of fun in the points match games. Will they be the best army ever? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know yet. I really don't know. But they're going to be fun to play with. I've seen the three previewed by, by Forge World. Um, I'm hoping there's a few more poses, because I'll pick up one of each unique ones, and then I'm going to fill the rest of the range. I want to probably get... I don't know, 20 of them. And then just basically uh, have them with all different poses. I want everyone to be unique. So I'm going, I'm going to scale the 3D printing world and find all kinds of woodsmen and, 
and I'm sure I'll find some, maybe some historic models or whatever, scale them up, because, of course, that's a brilliant thing about 3D printing. You can make them bigger, make them close to Bayonne and Grim Bayonne size, and away I go. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that project, and it's going to be easy to do. It's going to be really easy to paint them. They're just human colors and human shape, and uh, I'm really looking forward to these ones and, and more bears. That's going to be fantastic. But what I like more, they've got the two scenarios in the book. Attack the Beornings sort of shows what they're like in combat. And then you've got one where they have to sweep up a bunch, bunch of orcs that are running past the two bears. So that looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to play that one as well. But these are perfect for designing your own scenarios. So having these guys, because they, they all feel so unique, even though they've got just the one profile, they all feel like little mini heroes. You can do all kinds of things with them. You could do fellowship-like scenarios where uh, Grimbeorn and the Beornings are going around doing certain missions, having to collect objectives, uh, doing assassination runs, whatever, playing playing as sentries. You could do all kinds of really, really cool things with them. So I, I'm just so looking forward to them. They are definitely the highlight of this new book for me. So what I'm planning to do, I'm going to start off playing some some small points games with them. I think like 400 points would be a really cool start. And I think that's pretty much what the scenario was. So you had the 200 point bear and then 10 of the, the bear awnings. No, it was 12 of them. Okay, so it was a little bit more than that. But 10 of them will give you a nice amount for, for a scenario. I proxied them, so I didn't have the models yet. I used some uh, Dunlin models, of course, because you know me. They're, but they have lots of two-handed axes and they have lots of bowmen. So they, they were fine proxies. And I used the uh, the Bayon model to, to proxy the bear. Try it out. I recommend you do that as well. If you want to see this armies for you, definitely give them a try that way. Try them out. See how they go. See if you enjoy them. If you don't enjoy them, then maybe don't bother with them. But I think you will. This is the the like little tiny, small amount of model army that I'm most excited about in the game. I know we've had things like the White Council and the Fellowship and the Ring Wraiths and all these. We've had a lot lately, actually. But this one, I think, is is the one for me. This is the one that I'm, I'm going to get a lot of play out of. It, it's got its own unique quirks for it. You've got a relatively slow-moving force with some excellent shooting, but very limited shooting. So if someone stays away from you, you can do some damage at range. Grimbeorn's got a, a bow. I've got my own old Bowon model where I converted up a Bayon with a bow because it used to be have a bow. So he's Grim Bayon for the moment. And having the great bows means that strength four bows that you can move around and take a shot with are pretty nasty. So you essentially like crossbows, but you can move them if you want to. So that's not too bad. Uh, it's a choice to swap them. I don't know if I'll swap all of them. A third of them probably would just, just for insurance purposes, but they... They'll work really well that way. If you've got any woods on the board, you're laughing because you've all got woodland creature, which is nice. Uh, heroes resistant to magic are, are pretty good when you've got heroes are resistant. And in the Legendary Legion, getting everyone resistant to magic really does help a bit. And getting some extra bonuses with charging bears and things like that. But they're also very fragile. So, so defense four means that you can be susceptible to things like strength two shooting. That can be a little bit dangerous. I worry about playing against things like elves, which probably should be, in all honesty. But having matching fight with you and having the the shooting could be really problematic. I worry about about heroes that just cutting through my troops. But then again, they're twenty points each. If a hero kills one or two, it's not the end of the world. I have to just get a bear in their face and see what I can do there. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun fun army, and that's that's one of the things that I've been most impressed about in this book. I've had a look through of it. I know that everyone's talking about the Eastlings, but I'm talking about the Beornings. They're they're the ones for me. Now I'd love it if any listeners here that know of any good models for this, probably probably SDLs. I think is probably the best bet because I want to scale them up. I'm I'm 
pretty pretty particular about scales. If you know any of your STLs that will match for the bay awnings, please let me know. Post it in the Green Dragon. Send a message to me personally. Whatever you want to do there, because I would love to have a full full force of these guys to be able to put down 800 points of them with a couple bears and and 400 points worth of bay awnings. So having 20 bay awnings down there, that would be amazing. It would be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know how it would go. I think it would be pretty good in a lot of scenarios. I think they could probably have an outside chance of taking a tournament or two if they got the run of scenarios and a run of luck because you're not throwing a huge amount of dice in combats, but you are throwing a lot to wound. Like you're, you're doing some serious wounding when you wound. And your heroes can be fragile if they're in, in man form. But once you're able to turn them into the bears... They pretty much do what they want. Bayorn gets baited around, which is is not as fun, but he's got the better fight value. And Grim Bayorn is a bit more controllable, a bit more tactical flexibility with the bow, but still still some good options and lots of cool heroic actions and and the the leadership abilities and some heroic um, sorry brutal power attacks. Oh, it's, it's a good good force. So uh, let me know what you're interested in in this book as well. If you're keen on, on the Dale, which I like as well, or the scenarios or whatever, let me know. I'm happy to talk more about some of them as I try them out or even before if I do. But uh, I'm much more enthusiastic about this Defense of the North book than I was about our last one, The Fall of the Necromancer. This one looks like a lot of fun and I know there's some, some issues with it, but... Uh, put bionics in my face and, and then all is forgotten. Thank you for this one. This has been a, a lot of fun to play. I really enjoyed playing that first scenario. It was really cinematic and I can't wait to keep playing with the bionics. And, and I might do, uh, hopefully I can get on video doing one. Once I get my force going, I'd love to, to do a bit of a, a video on YouTube for it. Uh, might have to call up Jacob for that. That'll be really cool. Until next time, Traps Win Games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. The Green Dragon Podcast discusses tabletop wargaming using the Middle Earth strategy battle game rules for Games Workshop. We have no affiliation with Games Workshop, Warner Brothers, New Line, Tolkien Enterprise, or anyone else involved in Tolkien's universe. We're on our own. Thank you to our patrons for your support. You can become a patron at www.patreon.com slash thegreendragonpodcast. You can contact us via our Facebook page at the Green Dragon Podcast or on our email, thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Not so sure about that plural. This podcast is for entertainment, so please take it that way. Farewell, listener. The road goes ever on and on.